Hi and welcome to this episode of So What's Up. I'm here today with James, Rich and John and we're going to be chatting about John's recent promotion to creative director. So John, can you tell me a little bit then about your interest in design and where that began please? Uh, yeah, so I've always had a, a keen interest in design. Um since since school really it's something I've always naturally excelled at and throughout my entire education. Um I've got a keen interest in particularly typography and implementing that into everything I do really, try and try and pull that through and that's something I'm I get really excited about. So with typography then, what was it that drew you to that? Um it's I think it's the traditional aspect of typography and the the um the frameworks that you have to work to uh it's knowing the fundamentals of the structures and how to implement it correctly and how did you learn about it did you gain this knowledge through courses books um like a degree how how did you come to know all of this about typography yeah so my degree at university my, my course at university was predominantly for print and it was heavily typographic focused um and that was mainly what we learned throughout throughout university really i think it's quite interesting with typography a lot of designers start that way um i know um where uh, rich uh, used to work back in the day uh, the, the guy that ran that was very heavily into uh, making sure that type was correct on uh, on documents. It was a good learning ground, wasn't it, Rich, when yeah. you were there? Yeah, it was really good. It's something I don't see that often in designers anymore. It sounds crazy, but uh, going through, uh, I, I did quite a lot of design work before I started education. I started quite young. Uh, my stepdad was a graphic designer, so I'd always be tinkering on the Mac at home. I was quite fortunate to have a Mac. Uh, from that, went on to college and university. Uh, you believe you've learned everything when you leave university, and then I was in a studio all of a sudden had a real job in the real world uh, and then and, and just constantly getting told you're doing it wrong. Uh, you think you know the software, that's great. Knowing the software is half of it, but then when it comes to typography, it does get quite complex. Designing magazines up was my steep learning curve. And, but I was quite lucky at the time, uh, a guy called Matthew from Tableau Reproduction, a company that's still going now, very knowledgeable on typesetting and magazine design and things. And he just taught me how to do it properly, which made my life easier and everything was easier to read. And yeah, I, I think every designer has a keen in interest in typography. Uh, fonts are endless nowadays, especially with all the free font libraries we've got. And uh, we're quite lucky to have uh, such a vast selection of them. So if you take away, uh, do a task and take away all the, d all, all the elements that you're used to using, like photography or even, let's say, old school clip art back in the day, we used to use quite a few assets to make our job a little bit easier. You take that away and you do a project just on typography using just text. It's quite tricky. It takes a long time to make it balanced, to make it work, but that's what we all do as part of education and in our day-to-day -day jobs. But yeah, I think uh, I had a keen interest in it. Everybody, every, every designer here, keen interest in typography and uh, and just a keen interest in doing things different and using fonts that are a little bit unique and maybe adapting them fonts as well. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it's a fine art, isn't it? There's it's a lot of... Um, underlining rules that are often overlooked and um there's, there's a lot of deeper aspects to typography that people don't yeah don't draw, see draw, it drawing once. logo design we have yeah. the, the classic can you supply the font in my logo 
but when you've taken a font and you've adapted it that much, there's no original font left, but you've you've drawn the type the actual uh, typeface. And I'm sure you've done it as well, John, where you've made your own typeface. At oh some yeah, point in your yeah, career, there's I used to use, I believe, back in the day, going old school. Now you can tell I'm not doing much at the minute, but uh, Fontographer was a piece of software. You design individual characters it would take you forever you put it together save it as a font use it on the mac and it looked absolutely rubbish <laughs> <laughs> it looked great as you were designing it for keywords but as a font to use for for titles maybe it may work but when it comes to to body text it, majority of the time they just don't work that's why fonts nowadays some fonts are really expensive the time spent creating them yeah it's unbelievable yeah. it's amazing what people don't know about fonts really isn't it but i think also from our point of view when we get uh, people applying for creative roles and um, the way they present their their work um from a sort of typographical point of view is often one of the big determining factors of whether they get an interview or not yeah, um, yeah. The, the amount of designers we get who when you look at the the way they set work out uh, is just it's just shocking you couldn't send it on to a client and it's like a very core skill that some of them just don't seem to possess um and I know that was um, obviously when we, we first interviewed you, John, was one of the, the very first initial things where we were just so impressed with the way that uh, your sort of your typesetting and the way that yeah you sort of um, put large amounts of information on a page, sort of nicely organised. It clearly showed that you had an interest in it, but also had experience of working with it. And I think uh, as a tip for any other designers who want to come and work for us, get your fonts right and get <laughs> your, get, yeah, some, get yeah. some time spent on learning yeah. how to do that right because it, it, it literally would put us off interviewing in the first place. It needs to be balanced, basically. Yeah. And type <coughs> for web is very different to type for print. And that's why it I think is. our designers are quite split. Uh, although they both do, uh, all designers do design for web and print. Mm. Uh, you can really tell who's got the strengths in what department at times. And, and this is something that you learn over time. And, and we're here... Um, I'd say we're here as creative directors to advise along the way, and we're always learning as well. So I think uh, I think that's why uh, that's why we do what we do, really, to constantly make things better. And not every designer knows absolutely everything, and we're constantly learning as well. Yeah, that's right. I think it was interesting well, the other day we s- it popped up on uh, on LinkedIn, I think, or Facebook that you've been with us for two years now, which I think it none of us crazy. none of us really entirely realised that two <laughs> no, years have passed no. so quickly. Um, which obviously sort of coincided well with sort of you taking over, let's say, Richard's old role as uh, the creative director of the business, um, which I think from our point of view um, as employers is really because we, we, we understand that we need, a let's say, a, a figurehead in the business that's got his own style that can um, teach the, the more junior members of staff um, how, how you want things doing. So it's almost like an educational role, but also uh, you know, it's your mark on the business, isn't it, for your particular style? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So I, I try my best as and where I can to offer some inspiration to the team and um, you know, give them creative steer and creative direction to to see through through all projects, no matter whether it's for for digital, um, be it web, social media, or whether it's applied to print. It's it's taking that uh, creative vision and make sure making sure it's nice and consistent throughout the no matter where it's applied, really. Yeah, I think from our point of view, obviously, you've been with us for two years, and in that time, you've done some of, let's say, our more high-profile websites um, that we put out there. So anyone that sort of follows our work portfolio has probably spotted that we do work for um, people like Autobright Direct and Pearl and Dean Cinemas, um, and all those websites are ones that uh, that John created, uh, obviously, when you, you in the last two years since you've been here. And I think um, a creative director's stamp on an agency does sort of flow through the style of work that agency puts out. 
yeah, you, yeah, you can see, definitely. you can look at agencies and you can go, actually, you know, th- there's obviously a theme going, isn't there, with a particular company. You can see the sort of work they do. And I think a lot of that comes from uh, from the top, really, in terms of the, the creative lead that you give to your, your members of your team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so any projects that land in the studio, I'll obviously guide the, the other designers through the project and assist them as and where they need it. Um, well, what other things do you, do you sort of tend to do with the team? Because obviously you've got um, you've got a sort of wide team that can ki- consists of developers, designers, maybe some with more print experience than web. So have you been sort of spending some time coaching them to develop those skills? Yeah, we've uh, we've recently introduced a scheme which is to encourage members of the team to further develop their own skills. So be it whether it's in print, um, animation, or whether it's a new new technical language that the developers need to learn or they, they want to learn. We're, we're encouraging them to, to find courses and uh, go off and learn that. Yeah, well, I think that's really important in an agency to keep developing your skills because I think everyone can easily say, you know, 20 years ago I used to build websites like I used to do, but I wouldn't want to touch it now. Uh, I, I know for a fact that I've got you know people here who we employ who are far better at it than me, but you know at some point their skills are going to age and they need to be keeping up on that at the same time. But I, I'm guessing the same applies in design, does it? Absolutely, yeah. So design's obviously very trend uh, trend based, so um, you, you've got to keep up with the current trends and stay on top of your game. Mm. Um, as with development as well, there's there's always technological advancements in languages. Um, Features and functions, it's, it's it's ever evolving, and yeah, I think most members of the team are keen to stay on top of that. And yeah, I think uh, I think going back to like obviously John, John's been with us two years now. I was previously the creative director uh, from a design background. I always wanted to to keep a hand in the studio. I'm still in the studio now. I still love design, everything about it, but I'm not necessarily on the tools anymore. Not that much anyway. The odd amend here and there. It feels very weird, uh, but. It was a natural pr- progression, a little bit like James uh, used to c- be quite technical, heavily develop, a heavy developer really back in the day, um, and now he's he kind of stepped to one side, worked on the business like he should do as an MD, uh, and and my job has evolved in the same direction. I've worked closer and closer with James and Mike on the business end of the, uh, from a sales perspective and dealing with customers. Enjoyed that getting on with customers and kind of floated away really from that creative director role. So John come on board at the right time, at the right time. And and from day one, hit the ground running. Everybody, I believe, loves him to pieces. So that does help because you've got to be a people person. You've got to deal with people in the right way. And and I know it was quite alien to you at first. And we threw you in at the deep end, literally threw you in the deep end and thought, let's see what happens here. You put processes in place, systems in place and made sure that everybody was looked after. And that's all we needed. So, we're really confident in the way the studios ran. John is a creative director who is one of the best decisions we've made, and I think the whole team will agree on that. Uh, since then, the whole team have started to develop at a really good pace. We've got designers learning 3D. We've got designers improving their video skills and animation skills that they previously had, but we've now allowed time for them to do that. Illustration in-house, they're doing more of that, and it's just nice to see a, a vast skill set. So from photography, animation, video, all the things that are required now for a modern studio, our existing staff already had an interest in it and they've got that flair to, to make it happen. So I'm quite happy. I'm more front of house with James now as a senior partner. We're both working with customers uh, and uh, dealing with quotes, proposals and everything. And I'm totally happy, although I'm still based in the studio and I'd like to still pretty much sit there. 
because uh, I like to see what's going on from a project point of view. But I'm I'm well and truly kind of I've stepped back and John stepped into my shoes and hit the ground running. So yeah, great job. And I was just going to say, t- uh, Chelsea as well. I mean, work um, working with John in terms of sort of the, the, as a senior person in the team. Do you um, sort of run everything by him that you put out from a marketing point of view as well, or does does he help you and advise you in terms of the creative side of what you do as a business? Yeah, definitely. So I think um, my role within the business is to, I guess, um, a dual role really, but to sit alongside, half of it is to sit alongside you guys and make sure that we're actually getting the business in and like we're talking about things. And John's been an integral part to actually enabling me to... um, do the role because when I came in here I think um, it shook everyone up in the sense that we weren't really marketing ourselves very frequently it wasn't consistent and um, just kind of getting that ethos in place where people come to me with like ideas on what they're talking about because I'm I'm good at spinning information and getting it out there I'm not good at I can't build a website and I can barely use photoshop (laughs) so um for me to stay on top of all of these like vast trends is quite difficult when i don't know the nuances of what they actually do and john's been um really good at like getting the team behind all of the marketing activity and really encouraging them to give me the information that i need in terms of the creative direction of um, the agency and the work that i do as well um i don't necessarily run what we're doing by John but John helps bring it to life in a visual way that enables the team to then quickly like take that creative direction and if I come in at say half past three on a Wednesday and ask for a graphic quickly everyone knows how to create that in the style for social media and in a style that John is happy with and also as well we can't really talk about this without talking about the rebrand that we're doing as well at the moment because um, obviously John and I came in and John's been in here for two years now I've been in I've been in this agency for eight months and we both inherited a brand that meant nothing to us or the team so a whole part of the rebrand is John getting his chance to really set his creative vision for us as an agency and to take us forward now into the next phase of where we want to be and I'm just so excited to see it come live because it's already looking amazing. Yeah, I was going to actually, I was going <laughs> to move on to the rebrand topic. And I think, you know, every agency's creative, creative director wants the agency to look like their vision for it. So obviously, John, you've been working for a little while now on our sort of potential rebrand, which is going to be uh, a couple of months away yet. Yeah. But um, are, are you sort of working on it to make it more how you would want it to be versus what it is now? Yeah, so as Chelsea mentioned, we've been working with the existing brands uh, and we'll continue to do so until the, the new brand is ready to launch, um, which will hopefully be in a couple of months' time. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've injected quite a lot of my um, typographic flair into the new, new um, brand and the visuals. Um, just kind of matured it up a little bit. Um, yeah, I think I think every company as it grows and ages needs to change how it looks. You know, yeah. obviously, w- we've been going fifteen years now. This will be essentially, I think, our third or fourth look and feel. Yeah, let's yeah. say. Um, and I think, like Chelsea was saying, you know, the teams vary. You know, you have new people come in, and then the brand means nothing to those people previously. Yeah, we've had the same team now for a few years, but they're still working with that old brand. So, are, are yeah. you are you sort of hoping then that the the creative team, the dev, the dev team, sort of have more ownership of of something they've created. Absolutely, yeah. So um, I've been involved in the creatives and the development team um, in the new new website concept and brand, and it's it's really to get them excited and 
engage with the brand and you know yeah, from our point of view, it's making sure that the staff are proud of what they're sharing. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think with all companies, um, and everyone will experience the same problem. Sometimes you you struggle to get staff buy in from social media point of view. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's like nobody really understands why they're being asked to share things constantly on social media. Uh, and from yeah, I'm quite excited about having the team excited about what they've yeah. created and then be really um, positive about yeah everything we put out there, sharing, tagging people. Essentially, yeah, being really happy to say, yeah, I'm proud to work at this company. I created that brand. I was yeah. involved with that. Um, and I think, yeah, hopefully it'll sort of bring a, a bit of new life into what we do internally for our own marketing then. I think as well, like to me, a brand is, um, it's essentially a tool to enable you to help you reach your goals. And we have ridiculously aspirational goals, but we actually have the drive to achieve it. Every single person in this agency absolutely loves what we do and I think the brand for me is just a vessel to help get us all on the same page and working towards that goal and John's an integral part of like making it and bringing it to life um, I've been working really hard on the strategy side of it and like how we want it to all play out together and then you guys have done a really good job of just stepping back and letting other people take <laughs> ownership of this. I was just going to say that there's, there's quite a few agencies where the, the, the original founders would be always kind of having a peek and uh, giving a little bit of direction, a bit of steer. We're quite good at that. We've stepped back a long time ago. It's quite tricky at times, myself especially, more so. I, I don't think James is too fussed. He, he just likes everything that we do and uh, he's confident in the in the new team and what the guys can create and uh, when John started to put together visuals it, it just worked it just worked we loved it so I actually always use that as a case study with clients where I talk about when we're doing branding work for them in fact that our, our current brand neither me, me nor you had any input into it yeah. it just happened we just let the team run with it because we wanted them to own it and so we always use the same theory with our clients where we say actually don't micromanage that project you know you, you're paying an agency to do it who know what they're doing you don't need to give feedback for the sake of giving feedback and so I always try and apply that theory to you guys where I don't really want to give feedback unless it's a fundamental we yeah. don't sell that yeah. products kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. have trust in the experts really and that's what you guys are. We we, we don't just employ juniors. Uh, the, the the experience in the whole team is, is phenomenal. So it's definitely something we can hand over and, and have trust. I think timescale wise and the size of the project, we all really underestimated <laughs> it because we started with, well, we started being a little bit creative at the start and then realized we needed to wind it all back in. And then several hours a week, uh, Chelsea and John sat in the, uh, just brainstorming. And the ideas they were coming up with was all around brand messaging to start off with and the services that we offer and how we can just distill it down to, to make things simple and mature. And that took a long time. And that was without getting design yeah, yeah, without yeah. even <laughs> getting on the tools and starting the creative part of it, which has happened. But then you all of a sudden realize there's so many elements to a business to rebrand. Uh, do we do it in one big hit? Chelsea's yes. like, yes, big, big, <laughs> let's do a big launch. Or, and and even in even the website, some of the things John's wa John wanted to do, I don't even think were invented for development at this stage. But as we've gone throughout the project, it's, it's one of them Steve Jobs philosophy of, can this be done? No. We'll make Great, it happen. Do then. it. Yeah. 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 Do it. Do it. Where Technology does it needs away? to catch up to make it happen. So the website's uh, is going to look great and function great. And, and yeah, we're looking forward to seeing that. Cool. So yeah, so I uh, hope you enjoy your new role, John. Um, you know, yeah. And uh, yeah, that you can get the, the team behind you with everything you want to do. I think obviously we're, we're dead pleased that you uh, sort of took it on for us. 
Um, and yeah, we're looking forward to stepping back and doing no work and you doing everything for the business, really. <laughs> doing <laughs> no work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously, you know, uh, you know, everyone's career develops, obviously, for you. This is obviously the um, completely logical next step, I think. And, you know, we're we just, uh, just thankful to have you on the team, really. Um, so, so if anybody wants to um, get in touch with John and talk about any ideas they've got from a creative point of view, I'm sure um, many of our clients will meet John on projects when they either come into the building or over a Zoom call when we do kickoffs and things like that. Um, just drop us an email over at hello at so marketing.com.